Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Quite an eventful day here. Peter King was very interesting. Mike Tomlin had his news conference. The newsy items being that T.J. Watt definitively declared out. I think we all knew that, although when you have a Superman figure like that, you always hold out a tiny bit of hope, Ron. Joe, I mentioned— Maybe we haven't talked about that enough. They don't win without him, uh, generally one, one speaking. In, one in ten without him. Uh, I, I, I mentioned to you during the break, J.J. Watt sent out a tweet. Yeah. It was him— wearing a Steelers uniform with number 90, and you could see his face, and he goes, do you think they'd notice? How about that? That's pretty cool. Tremendous. Hey, they pulled other guys off their couches. Trey Essex tweets out, don't tease us like that, brother. It's it's pretty cool. I think he could actually come in and give him a couple downs. (laughs) What's the difference between that and Miles Jack? That That guy was no longer a football player when he came back and started playing for him. By the way, no, they've it, had a lot. They've had a lot of great stories on their on their defense. The Steelers, oh, a no lot doubt. of great stories in general no late doubt. in the year. No doubt, it's gone from all negative stories, eh, guys quitting in the middle of games, losing to two two and ten teams in five days, things like that, to all these positive, feel good, fun stories. I don't know that I've seen a Steeler team, maybe any team around here, have that kind of feeling around them that dynamic change from one extreme to another no, no doubt this quickly no doubt i mean start with mason obviously yes third team hasn't played in a year and a half now all of a sudden he's won three games and starting the playoff game you mentioned miles jack eric rowe guys that you, you know you never thought would step up and make huge plays uh and they have uh but i thought uh you know tomlin you know didn't want to Sugarcoat losing, not sugarcoat. What's the word I'm looking for? He goes, we're about to find out life without TJ. Yeah. And that's not a pleasant thought, as you said, one in 10 without him. They pull off this one in Buffalo as a nine and a half point underdog without him. Yes. That's a hell of a win. I'll say. That's a as hell I of mentioned, a win. I heard. I mean, and you think he should be player, defensive player of the year. I've, yeah, I've gone in that direction. So, yes. I mean, you're talking about... Either way, he's one of two or three. Right, yeah, but I mean, maybe the best defensive player in the league, and they're not going to have him. Here's they a, are getting Minka back, I think. Yeah. We can assume after hearing Tomlin today. Here's another way to put it, is I think he might be the most valuable non-quarterback in the entire NFL. 
He just makes DJ big Watt, plays. The most valuable non-quarterback. Well, if you go back, well, last year the Buffalo game was horrendous from the start. But you go back to the opener game the year before. Remember, he held, He didn't practice throughout camp because yeah. of his holdout. Right. Not hold, hold in, I should say. Got his money and then was spectacular in that game against Buffalo. He sure was. And I will say that I think they're better prepared, well, like way better prepared for this. I think that Herbig is a very interesting player. And going Golden into this has game. done some things too. I like Golden. They're, they're so much better prepared for this. Uh, I think Herbig. Who was the guy with, last year? You remember? I mean, they had a bunch uh, of them. Cassius on, Marsh. It. They've had Cassius Marsh, Chaco, Taco. Taco. What was his name? <laughs> Taco Charlton. Chaco Taco. <laughs> I don't know what. There was one other guy, too, they brought in last year. Come on, uh, Sean, don't call me Seth. You're the beat guy. They brought him in from the outside, and he played a while and didn't do much. Now Tuska? I, I don't know. Now I can't I think care. of his name. Is. That's, uh, but your point. Point better, being that Herbig, with his elusiveness now. at his size, I think gives bigger tackles a tough time. I think he's, I think he's a huge X factor going into this game. And no, I've no seen doubt. games where Dawkins and the Bills' offensive line in general uh, becomes vulnerable during a game. Uh, Exhibit A was the one you just mentioned. T.J. Watt, Melvin Ingram had a field day against this team a couple of years ago. Malik Reed. That's Malik Reed. Yep, yeah. Yep. Thank you, beep guy. So I think I think they're better prepared, but you just obviously you don't replace him. He may very well be the most valuable non-quarterback in the entire league. My dear friend Mulsey asked a question in the mailbag today. If you could choose, would you rather go into this game with a healthy TJ and no Mason or Mason playing the way he's playing right now and no TJ? I wouldn't want to have to decide that, but I would probably, I'd probably say I want a healthy TJ because you got to figure out a way to stop Josh Allen. Yeah, that's what I said, although it did cause me to think, as Mulsey's questions often do. Mike Tomlin. Was Johnny Sins that asked that question or who? No. Okay. When Dr. Kornfeder Dr. didn't ask it again either. Um, the Mike Tomlin stuff. When I heard it, I I was like, wait a second. This is not just anybody reporting this news. This is Schefter and then more importantly, Jay Glazer. I shouldn't say reporting news. Let's listen to Schefter. And then when it came to Glazer after this, Glazer did not shoot this idea down in fact, he probably sprinkled a little bit of fuel on it, Ron, if you can actually sprinkle fuel. This was Schefter. They're not firing Mike Tomlin, but here's the thing that's interesting. He's got a year left on his contract, and there are some people around the league who believe that Mike Tomlin could decide eventually to take some time off, like Sean Payton did. Maybe take a year off. We'll see if that's something that's on his mind. We're leaning safe, but Mike Tomlin gets to dictate what happens here? Not the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're not firing him. He's staying on. But he's staying on if he wants to. If he decides that he'd like to walk, well, that's a different subject. And maybe there's a team out there. He's from Washington. His wife loves Los Angeles. Maybe one oh. of them wants to lob a call into the Steelers to see if they could wind up doing You've something with him. You've got wife intel. So there you go. And then again, the news there or the the eye-opener there some people around the league believe that Mike Tomlin could decide to take some time off which is a euphemistic way of saying could decide to walk away from the Steelers and Jay Glazer hardly shot that down with uh we don't have the clip of what he said but 
basically uh, reiterated that idea, at least, Ron. And he's been Tomlin's man for a long time Yeah, in the media. When he says something about Tomlin, I tend to believe it. I have uh, his clip, but it's from Sunday. He doesn't really say a whole lot, but he sort of mentions that it would be a Tomlin decision either way if you want to hear it. Sure, let's hear it. Guys, maybe some staff change there. Mike Tomlin, a couple weeks ago, people were asking for him to be gone. Are you kidding me, people? He's never had a losing season. So Mike Tomlin will be his choice. If he goes back to the Steelers or not, it will be his choice. And now let's go. Hmm. That's not quite the same as saying people think he could take some time off. That's saying, by the way, have you heard that Tomlin's never had a losing season? <laughs> Is that what does right, it matter Sean? with you people? He hasn't won a playoff game if he loses this week in seven years. What's the matter with you people? Uh, now, that, the, the Schefter thing, going back to that, you know, he's from the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, his wife likes L.A., so you're talking about a potential trade, um, I guess, if, if he wants to coach next year. Mike Vrabel, I'm just reading online, was fired. He's got a year left, I guess, and they, and they said – that the Titans thought it would be too time-consuming and too complicated to try to trade him, and they wanted to get a fresh start right now. Right, and I think what we glean from that Glazer clip is he's mentioning that, that if Tomlin returns, it'll be up to him. So just the fact that he phrases it like that makes you believe, oh, Tomlin's weighing this decision, right? He could have said nothing. Right. Or he could have just said, you know, Tomlin isn't going to be fired. He's going to be back to Pittsburgh next year. Right. Probably get a contract extension, blah, blah, blah. I think these guys also are acting as if there's this groundswell of belief that Tomlin would be fired, that there ever was. There, I, I never sensed it. I've sensed a lot of people who wanted it to happen. I have never said I think Mike Tomlin will be fired. In fact, if the Steelers wanted to move on, I think it would have always come via trade. Or even if it was that idea, it never, ever would be announced as such. No, it would be a mutual decision. But I think, I've think i thought all along that Art Rooney would bring him back. I think I maybe got down to a little over 50-50. I think a lot of us and did, I think we including, all... including national people. And, and that idea is still out there, we all that he might not be back. We all speculated that it might be better for all parties include uh, in, involved to have a split. Yes. You know, not necessarily be fired, um, but just we agree to go in different directions. Uh, but I don't think the Steelers just let him out of his contract for nothing. You know, if he wants to sit out a year, they'll let him sit out. They let yeah. Bill Cowher sit out for a year. Right. Tomlin turns 52 in March. He would be highly coveted either on TV or as a coach I go back by to someone that else. Sunday night guy saying that he by far would be the first guy people would want. TV people. He'd be unbelievable. Because he's glib. He's eloquent. He uh, and, and they said, you know, he's not an offensive defensive coordinator. He's a head coach that could speak eloquently on all aspects of the game. So, But he has always said he doesn't want to do TV. What if him and Terry Bradshaw end up together? <laughs> that wouldn't be good. Um, so I guess if you're Tomlin, this is sort of the crossroads. Like, you have to decide, do I want to be someone who stays in this one spot? That this is important, that I, I, I love it here. I don't want to be a two-team guy really ever. Because if he signs another extension, Ron, then that takes him into his mid-50s heading toward his 60s. 
he's going to be a stealer for life, I would think, at that point. And if he's ever going to not do this, try to do it somewhere else, get into TV for a while, and as I mentioned earlier, you don't know what happens once you have a different job and you're doing it, and then you realize, wait, I'm making more money doing this, and I get, I have all this free time, I can actually be a person. Right, right. But I think he'd go back to coaching. But I think this is the time he probably needs to decide for himself whether he wants to continue to do it here and be a lifer here or whether he wants to see what else might be out there in the world for his life. I think that's fair. One year left on his deal. Of course, it also could all be uh, negotiating stuff, right? He never struck me as a guy, though, that was interested in just the money. And I know that that sounds stupid to say, right, because it's always about the money. But he never struck me that way. I think he loves what he's doing. Not just the money, but the money. It's a factor. It's a big thing. But he's also well compensated. Sure. Um, How much more would he be compensated? I guess there's more to be made out there. I mean, that was a huge cower issue. He was very well compensated, but I think – whether it's athletes or coaches, you look around at your peers. Well, I think that's the number one reason. You look Cowher, around at your peers and you want to be paid like them or better than them. I think that's the number one reason Cower left. Is the you know Dan Rooney stuck behind him when he had those three non-playoff years, gave him an extension, and my feeling always was that Bill felt like he repaid the debt by winning that Super Bowl in '05, and yeah. now felt like he could ask to be. Uh, a little more compensated. And, uh, you know, the, the Rooney's always have been, you know, whether it's a player or a coach, they're going to determine, at least under Dan, what you're worth, and they're not going to go higher than that. They're just not, no matter who you are. Yeah, money's always a factor. We had Peter King on after this. We played him the Schefter clip, and we talked to Peter for a while about what Tomlin's future might be. Peter, are you one of those people around the league that uh, Schefter – <clears throat> said, believe that Mike Tomlin could take a year off? I don't know that, Joe. I wouldn't be shocked at anything with Mike Tomlin, but I think he does a very good job of keeping his own counsel. I do think it's significant also that Jay Glazer uh, is, is, is saying that it's not 100% sure that whatever it is Glazer said over the weekend – I trust Jay on Tomlin because they're tight. I, I, I don't know if tight is the right word, but they're obviously uh, talking. They talk. And <clears throat> Schefter is the gold standard in this job. So if both of those guys are inferring that it's not 100% sure that he'll be back, I put sock in it. I think there's a couple of things to consider here. Number one, uh, you know, what is the attitude about the organization toward him right now? And does Art Rooney absolutely, in a pound-the-table way, want Mike Tomlin back for the foreseeable future? You know, and I think maybe whatever offer he might make to Tomlin to make sure that he doesn't enter 2024 as a lame duck might be part of that, the fact that, he, uh, you know, has not been extended to this point. Maybe Tomlin feels like uh, there isn't necessarily the love by this team. I'm not sure that I've always thought this about Mike Tomlin. I'm, you know, Bill Belichick a few years ago said, well, I won't be like Marv Levy. I'm not going to be coaching in my 70s. 
And, of course, he's going to be 72 next year. He not only wants to coach, he's lobbying to keep the job, essentially. But, uh, you know, in, in New England. <clears throat> but I've always thought that Mike Tomlin, at one point, probably well before he's 70, would go back to Virginia and live a quieter life than he has now and maybe take a year or two right now to work on television. I'm sure that every network that does the NFL would be lining up five minutes after he says, I'm taking a, a gap year. Uh, they'd all be lining up to try to hire him. Mike, the, or Mike, Ron, those are very different thoughts than what you've expressed about Tomlin. Peter King saying that he thinks Tomlin well before he's 70 will go live a quiet life uh, in Virginia. You feel like he's more of a lifer. God bless you. God bless you. Pre-God bless you. Excuse me. Thank you both very kindly. No, I've just always been told by people who work for him that they've never seen a a football junkie like him, that he lives at Breeze. Now, you know, he's going to be 52. It's a little different to say he might get out before he's 70. Uh, but I, I, I mean, I've always well, he said, said well before he's okay. Said I've always, mean. I've always maintained that I think he'll coach until he's maybe sixty-five. Mm. That's still a long time away. Um, I, I don't know. So I he's mean, gonna. I, I, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here like Peter said. He doesn't know yeah. Mike Tomlin. I, you know, I've dealt with him like you have. I'm just listening to what people around him have told me. Yeah. So I'm not saying that I'm a hundred percent right. Uh, I'll be surprised not if he takes a year off. But if he takes that longer, but then I said the same thing about Bill Cowher, and he never came back. Man, that gets me to thinking, let's say it was 65. That would still be 30-some years in the same place. Well, I don't know about that either. I mean, I'm no, talking I'm, about No, I'm just coaching. thinking at when you say he wants to coach that much longer, I'm thinking if he stays in Pittsburgh, that would be 30-plus years in the same total, place. What would his win total be, too? A lot. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Um, Although but, people but say can't win in the playoffs. How often does it get better for coaches who stick around that long, honestly? I don't know how many have done it? Not no many. one stuck Don around. Don Shula that long. stuck around that long, I mean, and it was way Tom too long. Tom Landry was in Dallas Chuck Noll, forever. It was too long. It was too long. I, I don't like that idea for him or the Steelers that he would he would coach for thirty years here. It just, I don't think that will happen. So you think he'll go to another team? I, and I, coach? I would think he would go to another team on his own volition. 
Yeah, unless he can't work out a deal with the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's possible they don't give him an extension this season and he does come back with one year left. I'm not seeing that, are you? Probably not. I think they're going to give him an extension maybe a year or two after this season. They're going to say, hey, he won 10 games, you know, with three different quarterbacks and, you know, a ton of injuries. And I, yeah, I think that's they'll, they'll say we're giving him a two-year extension. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think of Bill Belichick even. He you know? had news there saying that Belichick's lobbying to keep his job in New England. That goes against everything we've heard. Shula stayed too long in one place. Now it looks like Belichick may have Landry probably. Noel, yeah, that's, a, that's a tough act to pull, man. Why would you want to stay in one place 30 years? That's the thing. Maybe that's why that's this talk is coming up. Maybe now is the, well, a good who, time for both. Who was it that Switzer said? Not Switzer. Uh, Brian Billick said that Bill Walsh always said 10 years is too long. Yeah. No longer than that. I and mean, that's way in the rearview mirror at this point. That's, uh, he, yeah, he's next year would be 18 for Tomlin. Has anybody ever gone this long? How many people have Curly gone? Curly Lambaugh, jo- George Hallis, maybe? No, I've gone this long, seven years in one job without winning a playoff game. Now, that's another story. Marvin Lewis, maybe? Yeah, he never won one. How long was he in since he? Did Shula? How, I mean, I wonder how many years Shula went without winning a playoff game. Here's one. No, he won a playoff game. Man, that's a long time, man. As I mentioned earlier, I heard uh, somebody saying this morning, what will Tomlin haters say if if he wins a playoff game? I would phrase those people more as Tomlin uh, critics, maybe. Right. Or There's a difference. Tomlin, um, what's a better word than that? Either way, I'll speak for myself as somebody who's been critical of the job that Tomlin has done in recent years. If he wins a playoff game... I would say it's about time and congratulations on a great season. Right. That's the significance of a playoff win. And if he goes there and wins against Buffalo as a nine and a half point underdog yes. without yeah. TJ Watt. Right. You would uh, that would open eyes. And I don't know how that would be eleven and seven. And then if they lose the next week in Baltimore, okay. Um, even though they may win there. They won seven out of eight against yeah. Baltimore. I'd still say this was a hell of a season if that's But if the idea is that people who have been critical of Tomlin uh, in any way for not winning real big games for the most part anymore, if you consider playoff games to be the biggest ones, if he suddenly wins one, you'll have nothing to say. Yeah, no, I would have something to say. Finally, and and that was your maybe your greatest win ever or one of them. Right. To be a nine and a half point underdog in Buffalo. And then the conversation begins to change. I, I, I always find it interesting, whether it's with athletes, coaches, or teams, that people, once you express an opinion, people think that no matter what happens, you're stuck with that original opinion. You can't change. What? That's yeah. what sports is. It's what sports is. If I'm a general manager, I may have an opinion of a player going into a season he gets to change that by what he does on the field. That That's the very nature of sports. You know, I, my example for that. What are we talking my about? My example for that, uh, a month ago, we were convinced there's no way they'd pick up uh, Najee's fifth-year option. 
Now, what he's done these last three weeks. That's a great example. Now, what he's done this last three weeks, I'll be shocked if they don't pick it up. So then is the take, man, all of these people were idiots about Najee Harris, and what are you saying now? I'm saying great great job. You opened a lot of eyes and probably changed your future. You certainly changed my opinion of you. The same with Mason Rudolph. I've been highly, highly critical of the guy over the years. I have a feeling that Mike Tomlin didn't turn to Mason Rudolph because he didn't have a high opinion of Mason Rudolph. I mean, Mitch Trubisky was so bad for so many games that the only reason I can think of that Tomlin would not have turned to Rudolph earlier is because he didn't believe in him. Why else wouldn't you? You signed him to come back here. You must not have thought he was capable of doing the job. Guess what? 99% of us were. And now that Mason's doing the job, am I supposed to go back to, no, I still think he can't do it. I still, no, I think he can. I was wrong about him, at least for this little sampling of time. And I'm glad to admit it. And guess who else is wrong? All the time in sports. Every coach, every general manager, every team owner, every fan, and every media person. And why is that? Because sports happen on the field. And people change minds by their performance. So if Mike Tomlin wins a playoff game, then my mind will change about him not winning playoff games. <laughs> does that make sense, John? It sure does. Although, if I can play slight devil's advocate, yes, I would say, if from my perspective, the biggest thing is sometimes people go overboard with the original take and yeah. they go to such an extreme yeah. that it does kind of seem ridiculous when they... But I think if you're a little bit more measured and then change your opinion based on evidence, as opposed okay, to someone saying, a, "Let's use an afternoon host. Let's use Pony." Yes, when, that's the guy that I think of when I was saying this. <laughs> but no, I would still defend. He went. He went. You know, to the wall for Kenny Pickett, unlike anybody else. But now, to his credit, when I listened to him, Kenny Pickett's poor performance and Mason Rudolph's so far very good performance has changed his mind, and he's owned it. To his credit. That's sports, It Ron. is. It is. Things change every day. Don't teams cut people that they draft first overall? Like, did the Steelers' opinion – who was it, Tom Donahoe? This is just an example. Who drafted Alonzo Jackson? I, I think so. So I bet you they thought he was great. Or Jarvis Jones. Tomlin and Colbert sat there in front of the whole world and said this Artie guy Burns. was this guy was a no-brainer, Jarvis Jones. Artie we didn't Burns. have to think about I mean, this there's, one. There's always guys like that. Jermaine well, Stevens. Yeah, their opinion changed. Right. It's okay. I'll be the first in line if Tomlin beats the Bills to say incredible season, incredible job this year. And yeah, it all depends on the Bills game. That's how playoff games are. They determine people's fates. They determine people's opinions of your season. Fairly, I might add, Ron. Fairly. That's how big the games are. True. Mike McCarthy can't win in Dallas. Guess what? Him going, what's he gone in Dallas? All he does is win there, right? What are his records in Dallas, Ron? But not in the postseason. Exactly. Exactly. Not in the postseason. So why would that be different when we're judging this guy? Mike McCarthy has gone... uh, Three seasons in a row, 12 and 5. 12 and 5, 12 and 5, 12 and 5. And he even won a playoff game or two. But you know what? If he doesn't win now, I bet you the owner's mind might change on him. Anyway. 
Well, okay, one last question about yeah. this. In your humble opinion, and I know you're a very humble man. Very humble. Will Mike Tomlin be the Steelers coach opening day next year? I still say yes. Me too. I still say yes. Me too. But when I hear Schefter and Glazer say he may decide on a break, that puts 30% in my mind, chance of that. But overall, you're still saying yeah. yes. Me too. Listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry Contest run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page. Text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And, of course, social media's biggest loser brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. That's Mulsey. He's lost a lot of weight. Reserve your consultation today at Awaken 180 Weight Loss. And, Ron, the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years we're still going to talk a little bit about that championship game last night and about some of the things Mike Tomlin said. Fan Twitter, South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. There's also a basketball game tonight in town. I forgot about Duke. Is it Pitt? That's Pitt, a big one Pitt for Pitt. Pitt needs a win over a team like Duke. Badly. They, they just beat Louisville, which really stinks. They need to beat a good team. Tonight would be the perfect night for it. I think it's 9 o'clock on ESPN. We'll talk about that. Ron, you have a message I for the people? I do have a message for the people. I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing and tell you about how I'm happy to be part of a promotion uh, at Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Bob Beal, the owner, has built a plumbing company, Empire, contacted me and said, Ron, uh, we'd like you to be a part of something we're doing here. You tell your listeners, if they call 412-Rooter2, 412-Rooter2, with any kind of a plumbing problem, and the key, if they mention the Ron Cook special, We'll give them 10% off of their bill, off of what is already going to be a reasonably priced bill. I said, uh, Bill, I said uh, to Bob Beal, I'd be delighted to uh, say that. So I'm telling you now, any kind of a plumbing problem, something simple, something major, you call 412-Rooter2, 412-Rooter2, ask for the Ron Cook special. They'll give you 10% off of the deal. Uh, Mr. Rooter Plumbing going on 21 years in this market, over 50 trucks out on the road every day. You see him headed to somebody's home or business to fix a plumbing problem. I can't recommend him enough. I've been saying it for, I guess, almost three years now. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Ron, did you see this curious story on this Flyers prospect, Cutter Gauthier, I think his name is? I don't know how to pronounce it. I did see that. I didn't name. read it, but it, it sounds like he just asked to be released. Well, he's a he was a big-time draft pick and prospect who just helped the U.S. to gold. Uh, where was it? The World Juniors, maybe? I think. Yep. Um, and he doesn't want to. He, he didn't want to meet with Flyers reps at one point on November seventeenth. John Leclaire, Patrick Sharper worked for the Flyers. Were at Boston College, uh, Kelly Rink to catch up with this kid. Right? He had a great night. He didn't want to meet with them that night, so they don't know why this kid doesn't want to talk to any of them. <laughs> and so they're saying. If he doesn't want us, we don't want him, and they've traded him. Someone asked Torts about it, and he said, I, I don't want to talk about him. This is a very strange is story the because f- the kid is, is we don't want you. 
Tortorella said, and they're all ripping this kid right now uh, because he didn't want to meet with them. He was the fifth pick of the 2022 draft, a big power forward. Is this the Flyers is the Flyers type deal? It must be. I mean, that makes no sense, right? He had 12 points in seven games at the World Juniors, Ron, and they won the gold, and they just traded him. Why Why doesn't he? Nobody seems to know. I'm reading all the stories here. Why doesn't he want to meet with them? Because they're yeah, the Flyers? That's what I'm saying. The Flyers is the Flyers. It makes no sense to me. I mean, you know, they have new leadership there. Keith Jones, who I have great respect for, uh, Daniel Briere. Um, and I, I see the speculation like Al Morgani. I know you know Al, and I have yeah. a lot of a lot of respect for him. Saying, "Why wouldn't you want to talk to those two guys? Why? Why? I can't figure that one out." Frank Saravalli, who I trust certainly as a source, say that this kid Cutter Gauthier informed the Flyers organization he did not want to play in Philly. That's incredible. The Flyers is this the Flyers. This kid will become a Penguins legend even if he doesn't play for the Penguins, Ron. Yeah, maybe he'll come here and become a star. Who did he get traded to? Is, is it Anaheim. Anaheim, okay. Yeah. They traveled to Sweden to see him play. And, and, and uh, wouldn't talk to them. Well, that, that makes no sense. He wouldn't sense. talk to them in Boston for sure, and now he's gone. So he's a kid to root for. The Flyers yes. is the Flyers. Meantime. They acquired defenseman Jamie Drysdale in a second-round pick. I guess he's a pretty good prospect, maybe. I don't know. Torts also said, I don't know Cutter from a hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean I, I mean, I understand where he's coming from. The kid's never, he knows Maybe he wants to win a cup. Yeah, and why maybe would you go to thinking. Philly? Yeah. Why would you go to Philly? One of the greatest websites of all time. Is, Countdown uh, how long that's been? Yeah, since Flyers won Cup. Let me see if I can find that, Ron. It's updated fairly regularly, too. Daily, I believe. Since Flyers last Cup, your daily reminder of how many days it has been since the Flyers last won a Stanley Cup. Was it 1976? 60, yeah. I think 75. They won back-to-back, right? Yeah. 16 hours ago, they posted... It has been 17,758 <laughs> days since the Flyers won a Stanley Cup. It has been zero days since one of the top prospects in all of hockey said no thanks to the Flyers. That's their post. That's beautiful. Oh, this is great. What a great story. I go back to the Flyers as the Flyers. Benzie just texted me, Ron. He often has things to say. Um, but nothing pertinent here. 17,758 days. Wow. All right, Ron. I hope you have a wonderful evening. Sean, don't call me Seth Myers. I would give him a grade on the day. I think I, it's I an th A+. Plus. I think he's tremendous. What I, did he I do really wrong? Nothing. 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 He did everything Ray right. Ray Fittipaldo would probably give him a B- minus or yeah. something because Ray's a tough grader. But I think you were great, Sean. Don't call me Seth. And Thank you. I guess we get to do it again on Friday, correct? Who do we have will, tomorrow? City Austin limits? Austin Bechtold will be filling in the next two days, and then I'll return triumphantly on Friday. I'm not happy with Austin Bechtold, Ron. Why is that? I called him the other day to get a clip for me, and uh, he, he did say he posted he that clip. Pick, he didn't pick for up. For what it's worth. I know. He failed it. He failed you. He, uh, he didn't pick up. So that's problematic for me, and he's going to hear about it tomorrow. Can you blame me? No, I certainly can't. Most notable thing. That Mike Tomlin said today was what T.J. Watt definitively out. Yep, yep. Minka I, probably in. 
and, and just, he, he just won't praise Mason. Won't go out of his way to praise Mason Rudolph. And why do you think that is your best guess, your gut feel? Does he not want to pump up Mason too much? Is it is it coaching psychology? Or does he not want to alienate Pickett more than he already has? And may I add to that question? Pickett's anger scale on a, on, on a scale of 1 to 10. 1, he's okay with everything. 10, he's raging like, what, James Harrison? I guess. Uh, first of all, could there be a third, another option yeah. there? Maybe he doesn't think Mason is that good. How about that, Sean? Don't call could, me Seth could Myers. That be an what option? a third option. Could that be an option? What time do you want us out? 55? Yeah, in that ballpark. Okay, we're in that ballpark. Maybe that is an option. Maybe. Um, now, what was the other part of your question? Pickett's rage level, oh, rage 1 to level. 10. You know, after when he found out he wasn't going to play in Seattle, um, I thought – or. Was it before the Seattle game where he just looked miserable and angry? Like, I, why am I losing my job because yeah. of an injury? I'd say it was pretty high then. I don't know if it's toned down a little bit now. Um, he's one play away, as we well know, from being back in there. I'm going to say a nine. Kabali was on with us and seemed to suggest, and this is speculation. I know a lot of people get very angry with speculation. It's, all, it's right up there with negativity. They just don't like it. <laughs> Uh, but I'm going to speculate. That's why you apologized 19 times for being negative this yeah, morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to speculate here based on what Kabali was on telling us. I think that Kenny Pickett went and got that surgery when I'm not sure he needed to get surgery. I, I, I think that the surgery meant he could come back sooner, just like in college he got the exact same surgery. And I think he fully believed. I don't know if he was assured of it, but I think it's very safe to assume that he fully believed when he got back that job was his. I think so, too. I, you know, you hear all the time a guy doesn't lose his job because of an injury, but I never believed that because if the replacement looks a lot better, you're going to lose your job. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. What's Cooking brought to you by your local Geico rep, Tim Hester. Thank you, Mr. Hester. Also Very by kindly. Mr. Reuter. Thank Very kindly. Call 412-Reuter2. Thank you, Mr. Reuter. And Fan Weather, Sun Chevy 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. Rain throughout most of the day and a high of 49. Good night, Ron. Good night, Sean. Don't call me Seth Guys, Myers. have a great night. See you all tomorrow morning at 10. God bless. I want to tell the story of a man's mustache, J.P. Joe Potochnik. His mustache knocked on his hotel room door one day, and uh, Joe decided to let the mustache in. And the mustache said, Joe, I've got a proposal for you. Let's start a company together. Joe thought long and hard about that. Wasn't sure he wanted to take that risk. But you know what? If you can't believe your mustache, who can you believe, Sean? So they went into business together 42 years ago. Now it's a platinum preferred company. Nationally recognized company is called JP Roofing and Siding. And man, if you're thriving in a market like this for that long and recognized on a national level, you must be doing something right. They always are doing something right. Um, I'm just reading about this Flyers kid. He grew up a huge Pens and Crosby fan. That makes it even better here. Anyway. Give them a call at JP Roofing and Siding. Weather's turning. You got roofing, siding issues. Now's the time. Get them fixed or prevent problems. 
$500 off any roofing or siding installation. 412-829-7711. That's 829-7711. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.